Coming up on today's show, we are going to grant your wish by talking about the latest Disney news and rumors. That's coming up next on Traveling with a Mouse. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 325 of Traveling with a Mouse. My name is Adam, and I'm your host this week. I am joined by John. 10,000 years can give you such a crick in the neck. And he's our resident genie yes. for the day. Actually at the, it's funny, at the end I started crossing Robin Williams' version of genie with like a little bit of Jim Carrey, it sounded like. I don't know. <laughs> Some liar liar or something put in there. Perhaps. Perhaps. And I'm also joined today by Jason. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that, uh, at least for right now, having three hosts for this podcast will be included, but <laughs> later in the year, that's going to be only available for a small daily charge, although I'm going to be always an upcharge, I'm sorry yes. to say. So from now on, people will have to pay extra to get Jason on the show, is that right, what you're saying? Right, no, it, like we're going to have the show Start. released on the normal sites, but you're just going to take every time I'm talking and make it silent. And if you would like to have the version where I'm speaking, you, you'll have to subscribe to Patreon. Yeah. yeah, it's an add-on. And the price is going to vary depending on the time of year when you're listening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's a Parkeology completion challenge show, then it's going to be extra. <laughs> right, yeah, extra. Or a trip report where we do a VIP tour or something. <laughs> have to pay extra. And that was the last free attraction spiel or movie spiel intro. They're going to be they're going to be oh. upcharged from now on. So can we pay a fat a fat a flat fee for getting some of this included? Like I was gonna say, I think you had it right the first time. A fat fee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, what what will be included now in the podcast? Just the the intro music, like that's your base, and then you have to go. I, don't I mean, know. yeah, we really just these. get the ambiance. If you want to experience any of the yeah. media attractions, uh, it's it's right. extra. And if you want us to do ASMR, like an audio experience for you, that's extra. We have to do it a little extra for you. Yes, absolutely. So. I, I mean, I, I just think that's we want to embrace <laughs> the philosophy Disney. of yeah. the content that we're creating about. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, we follow in Disney's footsteps. So whatever they do, we're going to start doing. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So let's get the genie out of the lamp and talk about the genie, which was announced two years ago at least. So it was two years ago. So I should have really said, was it let's see. When you first saw it, or was it four years ago? I can't remember. I know we talked about it because it was at D23 when he mentioned it. I just don't remember. Was it? So the if it was a D23 and mentioned it, it would have had to have been almost three years ago, right? Because oh, wow. they didn't have one. I mean, I guess. Wouldn't that have been right? Maybe I'm wrong. So they it, let's yeah. just go ahead and get it out of the way before we talk about exactly how it works. If they've yeah. been working on it for three years, it's going to work perfectly when you open it up the first time, right? It's going right. to work as well as any Disney tech does. Right. So the story broke uh, this week, and it's... Got a lot of feedback on the internet, I'll put it that way. But Genie is going to be released this fall, 
and basically it's the similar to the max pass that Disneyland had for a, an additional fee. Now, so to start with, the genie is going to be included in everybody's My Disney Experience app or the Disneyland app. The free features are basically the Touring Plans app. We've talked about that on our show quite a bit. You know, we are Touring Plans subscribers, all of us. But it's not going to give you Touring yeah. Plans lines estimates. It's going to give you the Disney right. lines estimates. It's just going to yeah, tell right. you where to go next. Yeah, so it's basically Disney's version of controlling where people go. So it'll be interesting to see how Touring Plans will compare to Disneyland, Disney's apps because if Disney's using more of a let's let's try to spread the crowd out kind of thing and control where people go kind of thing versus actually making it more enjoyable for everybody and, and a, a more efficient day, so to speak. But anyway, that's the free. The included features there will be things like mobile ordering food, which you can do now. I don't know why. <laughs> why they make that sound like it's something new but also the recommendations you can tell it what kind of things you're interested in and it will recommend when to go and if it's a shorter line now maybe now's a better time to go that kind of thing so then for $15 if you're Walt Disney World you can buy the Genie Plus which is basically fast passes now which we've talked about 15 per ticket right per, per person day. Per ticket, yeah, per person, per day. And, yeah, we'll get into all the details of that in a second. But overview. But it's a plus. It's keeping with right. the theme. It's Genie Plus. Disney Plus, you know, Genie Plus, basically. everything plus. You get most attractions for that $15 flat fee per day. That is basically a one-at-a-time fast pass. Similar to Max Pass at Disneyland, which Jason was a fan of, you know, got to experience that. But that will not include things like Rise of the Resistance, some of the other top tier attractions. We don't know exactly which ones, but we know Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, for example, is one. Those are going to go along with the Paris model, Disneyland Paris model, which is you pay per ride. And that fee is going to vary per person. We don't really know exactly how much it'll be, but we know it's probably in the range of 5 to, what, $20 a person, depending on if it's Christmas Day or if it's September the 15th, you know, something like that. It'll be on the lower end. So I'm going to guess it's going to be higher than 5 I'm going to guess the starting price will be 15 Oof, Hope Hope not, but yeah. More, more than likely to be on the higher end. So... Now, the other thing to that that is interesting to me is that Rise of the Resistance and Ratatouille is another one they mentioned that would be the top tier. They do say it'll also have boarding groups, so you can still get the free quote-unquote option of pulling a boarding group, but if you're not able to get a boarding group or if, say, you go to a different park and you can't get a boarding group for that park or that ride to that park, you can buy your way into the line if you wanted to skip the line. So that's called a lightning lane instead of fast pass, which, you know, come on, people. Well, so Genie Plus <laughs> also gets you into the lightning lane. Yes. It's just these are lightning lane only Correct. attractions. Yes. So, right. 
That almost sounds like something we would have done back in the day when we were kids when we were trying to name something you know, like or like RSW. Yeah. <laughs> but I will I will say we gotta give credit to Mickey Views. He called the, the title. He knew the name. Yeah, he basically did. Yeah, good good going Brayton. So now if they do not somehow in, incorporate Lightning McQueen into this, they totally missed an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were a couple other details that I've picked up in my reading. On the free version, of course, it's going to be sort of like touring plans. Yeah. We sort of talked about right. that. It's supposedly using AI. Yep. It's going to be integrated directly into the My Disney Experience yes. app. So not a separate right. app. Yeah. A lot of confusion the, about that, too. G- People thought it would be a separate app, but it's, it's not. The Genie Plus is also going, as you said, 15 for Disney World, 20 for Disneyland yep. uh, per yep. day. It's going to include PhotoPass at Disneyland. Yep. It will not include PhotoPass at Disney World, but it will enable this AR photo thing that you can do if you pay for it. It's also something that you can buy, but annual pass holders cannot, at least at the start, buy a bulk purchase. You have to just buy it day of. You will be able to make your first selection, unlike Disney Max Pass, where you have to actually be in the park. You will you can make your first selection starting at seven a.m. Yes, for right. your first fast pass. I've also understood that it will work exactly like Max Pass is how it's being talked about. So you can get another Genie Plus selection once your arrival window has come upon it, or it's been at least two hours since you made your last selection. Yeah, and then for the Lightning Lane only, you can start purchasing Lightning Lane only upcharge rides at 7 a.m. if you are a resort guest. Otherwise, you have to wait until the park opens if you are a non-resort guest to start. So staying at a resort gives you the privilege of spending your money earlier (laughs) to buy into a ride. Right. The 7 a.m., first of all, just tells us that there's no sleeping in at Disney for sure for anybody anymore because everything happens at 7. Now... If you're the planner for your family and you're the one that does it all, how are you going to pull, say, Ratatouille or Rise of the Resistance and then plan your first Fast Pass of the day, or sorry, Lightning Lane? So here's the, I'm not too worried about that because the reason I liked Max Pass is that it, was it more didn't available. have a whole bunch of just. Yeah. Yeah, a whole bunch of fluff stuffed in there where people had pre booked all these Fast Passes they probably weren't even going to use. So I think there would be more availability. I'm not too worried about getting those those Genie Plus passes. Well, we'll get into what we think the Lightning Lane only ones are going to be at each park in a minute. But overall, what do you guys think of it? Like, we knew this was coming. We knew it was going to be paid Fast Pass. There was no getting around that. We all knew it was coming. We've talked about it for weeks now. So now that it's here and we've digested it a little bit, what do we think? How many times during this did when we brought up the term fastpad, I said, when it comes back, it will be Disney Genie. Right. Yeah. You said that. You said say that. that? About, yes. Give you credit <laughs> as well. You, you mentioned it would definitely be Genie, and you're right. But now that it's here, will you buy it? Yeah. Will you pay for the top tier? Do you want to do this every single day of your trip and just extra 60 bucks for your party of four, John? What, what are you going to do? Well, I I think the layout right now is still a little bit, I mean, I'm not trying to say it's totally confusing, but I think overall it's still a little confusing as to what 
like how it's all going yeah. to work. And I, until I see a little more, I can't really say. I, now, am I willing to pay something in order to to do this? Yeah, I probably yeah. am. Right. But I couldn't say what level until I see how it works, really. Right. So, so a couple of observations too. I was thinking of is if they continue the park reservation system, and they are, which they are, yeah. Aside from the really busy times of the year where the capacity will probably be what it was, you know, pre-COVID, 100% capacity, they probably are going to try to limit it to some extent to, you know, keep the standby lines down. And the Max Pass or, you know, the Genie Plus is not everyone's going to buy it. So it will not be the same as FastPass Plus in that I think... The standby lines won't be as ridiculous as they were. I agree. I feel like with this being a paid service, it's going to offer just going to be just enough people to bite on it. Yeah. That it's probably going to level things out like I was kind of talking about before, right? That one of the reasons that the queue lines were a little bit longer during the fast pass era is because it was free and that yeah. there was a no- significant number of people using it which made a difference right? with it being a limited number of people using it. It should actually help the weight in the regular queue as well. Yeah. Which makes me think, is it even worth it for magic kingdom? Do we think, cause it has much more rides. I think that would be one of the only places I would buy it for because it's one of the few places that has enough rides to get your money's worth in a lot of mm. the ways. Yeah, it's an um, interesting thought because the other parks have less rides, but the lines are typically longer. So True. When you say get your money for it, though, what if you're paying per ride at Magic Kingdom? That's actually more expensive. Well, um, you won't be <laughs> because most of the rides at Magic Kingdom, if we go by the rumored list, well, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about, maybe before we go to the rumored list, my first impressions, I should okay, say. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Are, mm-hmm. Yeah, my first impressions are, it's not as bad as the worst case scenario right. that we had heard. Which was Paris. Which was right. that yeah. which is Paris, which is every fast pass that's available is gonna be an extra upcharge. Right. If you're asking me what I do it, yes. If they're gonna keep it as it is, I would not do it every day of my trip and it right. would probably be based on when we woke up, what kind of day are we gonna have? Are right. we gonna have a rides day or are we gonna have a drinking day? <laughs> are we gonna have right. you know, like that's sure. gonna really dictate a lot about it. But if they offered a reasonably priced add on to the annual pass just to get Genie Plus, I would do it. Now, the other thing that I wanted to mention yeah. earlier that I forgot is the Lightning Lane Plus is limited to you can only do a lightning lane plus upcharge for a given ride, any given ride, once a day. Right, and you can only right. do two lightning lane plus upcharges at all in a day. That's so, right, yes. So it is even mean, limited on You mean that. they're actually limiting you from spending money? Whoa. Yeah, it is well, interesting. Well, in that regard, it actually makes it better for the standby folks because right. now there's it, it's impossible to just pay to more or less just ride over and over and over again. Yeah. The only you way couldn't you couldn't marathon that rise the resistance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's VIP tour still is the only way in on that. Yeah. To do to, to just marathon a ride. Right. When I, the more I think about it, the more it seems okay. Yeah. And I read something that more sort of made me think if you think about 
a family of four, and they pay fifteen dollars per person per day. That's sixty bucks upcharge. Yeah. And suppose they also use the two lightning lanes per day, and let's even call it twenty dollars a ride. Okay. Yeah. So that's another uh, let's see, one hundred and sixty bucks, right? So that's two hundred and twenty dollars extra in a day for four folks. That's about $55 per person extra. Compare that to Universal's Express Pass. All right. Price for that is? Depends on the day. Yeah. The Universal Express Pass that's skip the regular lines one time per ride, $70. Unlimited skips is 90 from Universal. So... It's still actually competitively priced against the Universal Express yeah. Pass, even if you go with the Lightning Lane. Mm-hmm. And that was an interesting point you made, Jason, about the VIP tour, because I think the balance here is if they if they let you do more Lightning Lane only, you're taking value away from the VIP tour. So they want people to continue buying VIP tours, because mm-hmm. otherwise there's no value in it if you can't do things that you can't just pay for and it would end up being cheaper if you just paid for everything yourself without having a tour guide. So the the balance here is they're they're trying to make the most money possible <laughs> with you know having the VIP tours if you want the ability to do whatever you want as many times as you want. And if you right. don't buy the VIP tour, you can still pay more than you would normally pay as a day guest today. But you can do more with it. I want to put myself in the shoes of someone coming one time. Right. And they didn't get, they want to do Seven Doors Mine Train. Sure. They can just one time pay right. their 20 pay bucks the, and ride yeah. it. Now, I'm going to say that I'm, I'm sounding kind of positive, surprising. Yeah. I still <laughs> am not happy about it. No. I feel like. A better choice would have maybe been to just do the Lightning Lane Plus and make Genie Plus free. But you know that's not going to happen with Chapek in charge. Uh, I'll hold a little bit out to see how it gets done in implementation because I think it's a lot of bullcrap. When we see Josh tomorrow say this is about improving guest experience and making things simpler. This sounds super complicated to me for the average guest. The average guest couldn't figure out fast pass. Right. That was just one thing. Now you have, even though it's all integrated in a genie, you know, they're going to be scrolling through and it'll be like, you can ride this, but for a $15 up charge, you can ride this at this time. And for an even other up charge, you can ride this one over here. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> right. like, and you're just scrolling through and you're like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to, it, it, it just feels like it's not going to be intuitive to the average guest. Right. But I do think there are some positives that take away. Max Pass in my opinion was better than Fast Pass Plus because it 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 didn't have all that planning requirement and it was more spontaneous and it was more available. You felt more free. But at Disneyland you didn't need Fast Pass for a lot of the attractions. Only the ones that, you know, had higher wait times so max pass wasn't for the storybook canal boats you know what i'm saying right so or dumbo yeah (laughs) they didn't have a separate line for that so 
Disney World is slightly different in that, you know, you're going to pay $15 and, you know, you can get a Fast Pass for Dumbo or, sorry, Lightning Lane for Dumbo when at Disneyland you didn't really need that because there's enough rides to spread the crowd out enough. So, I don't know. The other thing that I like, that I do like about it, the positive is, if you're a family and you're going on your once in a, every couple of years trip and you can't pull Rise of the Resistance, you have another option now. Like, you can buy it, which is not necessarily ideal, but if that's a make or break and you your whole vacation hinges on five seconds at 7 a.m. on your park day, now the pressure is off a little bit in the sense that you can plan ahead to say, okay, we're just going to pay for everybody to get on this ride if we can't pull it. Here's the problem with the Rise system that I'm glad you brought up. Yeah. Rise, let's just talk about it for a second, has a certain capacity in it. Sure. We've established it's what, like a hundred and let's call it fifty-ish boarding groups worth of people. Well, it depends if you're at Hollywood Studios or Disneyland because Disneyland can do. We'll a talk whole Hollywood lot more. Studios. We're a Disney World podcast, so mm-hmm. let's mostly let's talk about Disney World. Hundred and fifty plus boarding right. groups, sure. approximately. Okay, so now they're going to have to take away some boarding groups and hold them for lightning lane. Yeah. So you're going to so give out fewer boarding groups. You're going to have even smaller window of time to pull one, right? Right. Yeah. And then the question, it's not like we're creating new capacity for people to ride. We're taking away the free capacity and now making it paid. But they were never operating full capacity on rise as it was, even with the, with the number of boarding groups they were putting together. Yeah, but I still feel like there it's gonna it's gonna create more scarcity for the free version of yeah. the attraction itself. You're right because they're they're definitely gonna prioritize the paid, so the free will be gone even faster than it is now, most likely. But how many boarding groups of the current capacity are they gonna keep for Lightning Lane? I wonder. Like yeah. what percentage? That's a good point. It's probably gonna be more than fifty fifty. I would think. But it'll be interesting to see how it works with Ratatouille because that one will most likely run more efficiently and have a bigger guess output per day, I would think. Some of the people that are pretty good with rumors I was reading seem to think that it's something we had speculated as well, that Ratatouille is going to open with a virtual queue, but that won't last. I wouldn't think. I think it's probably testing ground for what will really have the virtual queue, which is Guardians, when it opens. Right, but see, I've also heard that there's no reason for Guardians to have a virtual queue because it should be able to move people pretty fast. I mean, you can move people through a coaster. Look at VelociCoaster. It is a great coaster, that's what I've heard. It's super popular, and it averages like a 35-minute wait Mm. most days. Like, it's not that bad because they they can move people through it. They can get, get them on and off. Well... I don't know. I'd say most of Disney's coasters probably average higher than that. Yeah, well, we'll wait and see. It's better than we thought. I think it's going to be possible to still game this system a little bit. Like, I still think from the Genie Plus perspective, I'd probably be able to uh, come up with strategies. I bet there will be drops, fast pass drops. And how are they going to get people to stop saying fast passes? Yeah, I know. Lightning, lightning, lightning lane drops. Or lightning lane drops. Yeah. Doesn't have the same there's, ring to it. Sounds like some yeah. sort of throat lozenge. Um, yeah, there will, there will be drops, and we'll we'll be able to figure those out. And 
we can talk a little bit later about parkeology and my thoughts on, on yeah. those strategies. But yeah, let's uh, get into but that I'm good. just saying I think I think I would I'm probably gonna do Genie Plus like on a five day trip, maybe three of the days, maybe two or three of the days. Yeah, I I would think it's not necessary for every day, especially for guests like us that come a lot, and we don't have to do everything every time we go. So I don't feel the need to. Especially, I would wait and see what the standbys are, because we've been conditioned for standbys over the last year and a half to where I can wait 20, 30 minutes for certain things and not feel too bad about it, as long as the line's moving, you know? My problem, even with a 20 to 30 minute wait, which is one of the reasons I'd pay for Genie Plus, even if they were 20, 30 minute waits, is what I liked about the FastPass system, is I could pull a FastPass while we were sitting and having like yeah. a dole whip right. for like 30 minutes from now. And then plan. And rather than spending yeah. those 30 minutes in line, we're doing something where everybody's getting their bellies full. Right. They're using getting the happy. bathroom. They're doing all that crap. Rather than standing. We go ride the ride rather than standing in line and then getting to the front and be like, I got to pee. I'm hungry. I don't want to ride this. You know. That's true. With my four-year-old, I've had several instances where by the time we're on the ride, it's just miserable because he just has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And the entire time he's on the ride, he's just like, I have to go, I have to go. So we don't enjoy the ride. But anyway, well, let's talk a little bit then about the rumor currently, as we're recording this, is that two rides per park are going to be the Lightning Lane only or the extra cost on top of the $15 cost. So for Magic Kingdom, we already know Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It's the rafts. (laughs) Show the rafts. So, I don't even see the rafts listed here. I was going to say, are you saying it's not a ride? I'm saying that I think rafts. they're going to get rid of standby altogether for the rafts, and it will be pay only to go to Tom Sawyer's. Yes. Pay only. I'm just kidding. Yes. No, uh, it's definitely not going to be the rafts. So, it's going to be Seven Doors <laughs> Mine Train and... We know for sure Seven Doors Mine Train, because they've already said that. But Space Mountain is rumored to be the second one that will be pay per ride. And I think that makes the most sense for now until Tron opens. I think Tron would move into that spot and then Space Mountain would become Genie Plus after that. But I really think they should consider treating Magic Kingdom different than the other parks, just like they did with Fast Pass. But Right, where there's I no mean, tiers. There were no tiers there. Right. But. They should have been treated differently. They probably should have more than just two. Because I can tell you right now, I will not be spending Lightning Lane only for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train ever. Oh yeah, it's not worth. No, I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay extra for it. I'll probably end up paying for Space Mountain since my son loves it. Well, I'm in that same spaceship as well because my son loves (laughs) Space Mountain. I started to say boat, but it didn't make sense there. Raft, (laughs) right. I'm on the same raft as you, Jason. It's just interesting that a what forty-five-year-old ride is still going to be on a on the premium tier. Yeah. And did I? It's a classic. Did I mention that the my friend who might be listening right now, who wrote it, uh, he he really enjoyed Space Mountain. I think it was something he uh, had not experienced anywhere else. So it's definitely still a unique experience. If it was pitch black Space Mountain and it was twenty bucks a person, I'd pay to ride it. Yeah, yeah, 
That would be cool, wouldn't it? I would. I kind of want to experience that now. It's the reason Ric Flair made the reference. I mean, yeah, right. It's about riding Space Mountain. <laughs> Oldest ride okay, in the park so, and still got the longest line. <laughs> so, okay, so you did Magic Kingdom. Those are the two we assume are Seven Doors Mine Train and Space Mountain. Yeah. You have a, a all-day Magic Kingdom day. Do you get Genie Plus? I think it depends on the day for me. If I'm going with somebody who hasn't been before, yes. If I'm just by myself, I think it depends on the day. Do I feel like riding a bunch of rides? Or do I just want to... What else are you going to do at Magic That's true. There's no drinking there. But on a busy day, you know, you're going to have pretty long waits at things like, you know, Peter Pan, Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, maybe Big Thunder... So I would totally get Genie Plus for sure. Yeah, I think it's depends on the day for me. And if I really wanted to do Mine Train, I would rope it. I would not pay Lightning Lane for it. Yeah. You said the no drinking. I guess you could always take a day at MK and like do nothing but book table service. <laughs> sure. That way you could do. Okay. So what's cheaper, <laughs> Lightning Lane or doing the restaurants? Be our guest currently is what sixty five dollars per person for lunch. Yeah. I'll just sit at the Crystal Palace all day and have them just, just roll keep, me from my going. one table to the next. <laughs> sure. Just keep pulling. I mean, I could sit in Skipper Canteen. They have a they had a good beer there. Yeah, they did. They have a couple of good drinks there. That's what I was about to say. Would they allow you to book a table and then just drink? <laughs> uh, I guess if you ordered enough of them. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, anyway. All right. Anyway. So that's Magic right. Kingdom. What was our Epcot. next Epcot. Since we're going in chronological order here, we already know Ratatouille is. They've mentioned it will be boarding group to start with, as well as Lightning Lane. And it's just because it's new, I think. I don't think Ratatouille is going to stay there. Do you? I think after a year or two, the waits are going to die down for this quite a bit. Yeah, no. I mean, it's going to be. I mean, Frozen's been popular for a while, and I feel like that hype's dying down. It I is, think Ratatouille yeah. will have even a shorter lived hype. Right. And I think it has a decent capacity, well, too. So, Well, yeah, I remember for a while there, Frozen was among the newest things. And as we're getting more new things, it's no longer a new thing. Right. So, We've been getting new things? I haven't yeah. Those. Well, they've been talked about, at least. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. The, well, hopefully. But I did Ratatouille three times in Paris with no fast passes and didn't wait more than 20 minutes. So, um, And it's... Really yeah, I don't really understand the boarding group thing with Ratatouille. I, I've, we'll talk about this later, but I feel like they're going to maybe not sell out of those every day. Yeah, and I've even heard people say that Web Slingers out in Disneyland is pretty easy to get. Um, it's not like eaten up immediately. But again, I don't know for sure. But It's kind of because of what we talked about. Well, I don't remember if I said it on the show or if I said it just to you, Adam, but I mean, it's like it kind of reminds me of you know, Toy Story Mania on steroids. I mean, right. that's kind of what yeah. it reminds me of. I wasn't <laughs> overly impressed with it, but I thought it was cool. But, I, you know, again, I haven't experienced it, yeah. so I don't really want to judge it. But so, of course, the other one, if you're thinking Epcot current day, Test Track is the only other logical option. So that's what we think will be the second lightly lane only. And that makes the most sense because it always has the longest wait at Epcot no matter what. So it's like, what, what is mean, going we... to be the refund policy <laughs> if it breaks down and it breaks down? I imagine they'll just give you it a return be. pass, just like they do today. 
But if you do it at the end like, of the day, you, yeah. they'll give you another ride. Yeah, they. I don't a know. Different ride. They'll give you an anytime pass or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Give you a ratatouille. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll give you Soren. <laughs> well, Soren would be on Genie Plus, so if you already paid for that. So if we have a bad experience, I know I'm derailing this, bad experience at California Grill again, are they going to give us like some free lightning lanes or something? Yeah. Like, how's that going to work? <laughs> let's, let's try, let's put that to the test. How about that? Let's see. You're going to, you're going to, your goal is to have a bad experience. If you have a bad experience at <laughs> Space 220, are they going to give you? Since it's right next door to Test Track. That, this is what I want to know at Space 220, by the way, is if you're sitting there, and you're like, oh, look at this lovely space uh, view out the window. Every 20 seconds, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Since you're, you're literally five seconds. From. I don't think it's going to be an actual... I don't think it's going to be an actual view. I know, but I mean... No, but I, I think he's saying you're going to hear and feel the <laughs> test track cars. Proximity-wise, you're 20 know, feet from... Just right. curious. Anyway, moving on. So, so you get Genie Plus at Epcot. Today... I don't see the need. I'm looking at the list. I mean, Epcot is the one where the listed standby weights are the most inflated. Right. I guess it depends on what you want to do, right? If you really want to do test track, it's probably a good idea. So here's a question. But I'm not saying the lightning lane. I'm saying Genie Plus. So you're oh, now excluding the two lightning lanes. You're there on the day for Epcot. Do you upgrade to Genie Plus? I'm not sure that I would. I don't know that it's necessary. There's not enough attractions that are going to have a significantly long enough So wait. if Genie Plus got me like immediately into the row one, two, three, or ABC for Soren instead of just standing in the hallway and then you have to go, you know what I mean? If it got me <laughs> closer to the front, but it's not going to. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't see any other way that it's like, do you really want to use a Genie Plus on Turtle Talk? <laughs> or the seas or figment <laughs> you know what i mean like you gotta skip those lines some some people will right of course people use fast i'm assuming that the genie plus will cover meet and greets and they come back i would hope so uh good question like the old uh, hmm. character spot or whatever yeah are and here's another thing are shows included in this yes there genie plus has uh has shows listed in the rumored one so it's like like just like they were before with where it's going to be like it guarantees you a spot in the show so the most available one for example would be like muppet vision 3d i knew you're gonna go there Or Pixar short film festival if they <laughs> I don't <laughs> but the, I don't think there'll honey, be any more I burners. Spent, I just spent sixty bucks to upgrade us. We have Genie Plus. I booked us for Festival of the Lion King. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So let's just do shows. I don't think there'll be any more burn burners from Muppet Vision. No, yeah, I guess anymore. you can. <laughs> I, I the more I'm thinking about a day there though, I think it would be this is going to be better. I think you're going to like this better too, John, because you like the spontaneity. This might actually allow a little bit more of that. Yeah, unless the spontaneity of dining returns, <laughs> which is never going to. Yeah, they need to do. Um, well, maybe the genie will revolutionize that too. Just maybe. to just to clarify, though, I think most likely I wouldn't need Genie Plus on an Epcot day if we were doing like. A skyliner crawl, maybe, but I think most of the time at Epcot, we're gonna walk Eat around and, drink. and 
Rather than upgrading the Genie Plus, I would save that $15 because I'm going to pay that to do the Lightning Lane for Test Track. I was just thinking, this is interesting. We, we used to have like 60-day Fast Pass, mm-hmm. right? To, to, for, we had to plan the rides. Now we have to plan the park, but not the rides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a way. I mean, well, I, I say that, but the park reservation, the way it's currently working, there's... Let's let's just be honest. With when capacity goes totally full, like there's absolutely no restrictions whatsoever, a reservation is still not going to be that hard in most days. I mean, you could pull probably just about all of them same day, depending on the time of year. But most days are going to be available once it's all wide open. Yeah, once I mean, right you know, to some degree, I would, I would guess. Yeah, because it just about is now. <laughs> well, right now, yeah, we'll, we'll see how once the fiftieth kicks in and if Delta variant settles down ever uh, at some point but well i'm I'm just saying in theory if they're opening up to whatever they consider 100 percent capacity it's there's not a ton of days in the year where they reach that so are you really going to not have i don't think they're ever going to have 100 percent anymore except on christmas new year's and whatever but right so there's always going to be the possibility for reservations then potentially okay all right all right what's our next part hollywood studios Obviously, we know Rise of the Resistance is Lightning Lane only, and we've already kind of had that discussion about the, you know, what's the ratio going to be between boarding groups and paid. So the other one, the obvious choice would be Slinky Dog Dash as far as the others. It's not going to be Smuggler's Run because they already mentioned Smuggler's Run is going to be Disney Genie Plus, so it won't be that one. Slinky Dog's the next logical choice. Would you pay for it here? I think I will probably get Genie Plus here. Because, I mean, especially once my son gets just a little bit taller and he wants to ride Rockin'. I mean, having Genie Plus for Tower, Rockin', Toy Story Mania, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Run. Like, they're... Yeah, they're all top tier attractions, and you can save a lot of time. And I would probably, if I was doing a Hollywood Studios day, I would I would focus on get Rise Boarding Group. I would go and then get my my uh, Genie Plus Pass, and I would probably pay for Slinky Dog. Like I would probably spend the most money at Hollywood Studios that day because I I would do all of them. Yeah, it has the most new stuff, and that makes it worth uh, doing. Well, that's kind of what we said before. It's e-ticket land. Yeah, right. Is what right. Hollywood Studios yeah. is like every ride is e-ticket. <laughs> well, except for a couple. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm probably I like doing Slinky Dog Dash a lot. I like that coaster, and I don't care if it's a 45 minute wait. I probably pay the Lightning Lane because I don't want to wait in that line. The line is terrible. It's hot <laughs> yeah, it's in the sun. Well, yeah, the the layout. <laughs> I think they did that on purpose. They they built Toy Story Land with this in mind. With Genie in mind, like, oh, just wait, just wait. We're gonna make these suckers pay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, would you pay for Slinky? Would you pay the Lightning Lane for Slinky Dog? If I really wanted to ride it, yes, I would. Okay. Because, yeah, I don't want to, <laughs> especially with my two kids. No, <sighs> it's a lot of money though. I could see this one being like the main park that I would do it in. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I also am probably gonna drink at Baseline Tap House at ten thirty. Have a few of me and be like, "Let's do Slinky yeah. Dog." Can you imagine how much money we would spend on an average Hollywood Studios day after this is out? Good lord, <laughs> gonna have to 
rebudget our probably as much as you spent on one trip in the past. <laughs> well, we have to do baseline, <laughs> and then if what if Ogas is more available? Which Ogas is fine, but it's it's not worth the price. But Ogas not some like I don't want to go to Ogas with our whole group. Yeah. If the only time I would go to Ogas if it's it's like no kids, adults, or yeah. like just yeah. Just me and you, because it's more about being in Star Wars land. There's nothing there I really want to drink or eat. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I made. I was like, I like just like the atmosphere there, truthfully. I mean, although I have heard some people make the comment of like, it's with, you know, especially in the morning, um, it's like a, it's like a queue. <laughs> it's like wherever you stand, there's a queue <laughs> just about for something. My- so yeah. uh, the space probably could have been done a little differently, but, you know, yeah. I, I kind of like the atmosphere just hanging out there pretty much. You know what I mean? I kind of like that right. in the land. There's there's so much I haven't done there when I think about it as far as exploring. I mean, I really probably should even spend more time there. Yeah. And shout out to my friend Will for this suggestion, but you know how Smugglers Run, the standby queue, has the drink station where you can get a beer and some other stuff. He was like, if you really want people to have – enjoy the line make the beer a dollar cheaper in the smugglers run line and people will be really enjoying that uh they'll be buying it up and it, i don't know maybe you guys feel this way too now that we've obviously had plenty of times in galaxy's edge aren't most of the food items and drink items pretty much like novelty items i mean there's nothing really of a particular like amazing quality or anything over there yeah. I would say they're they're mostly like novelty, and I would say like of the things there, we don't ever eat there really. But I would say like a Ronto wrap might be the best thing. Yeah, it's like it's variety. unique and it's good. I, I, the kettle is good. The kettle corn is pretty good. But yeah, it's a snack. I'm like, if you're gonna get a meal though, right, a meal. But it's like the the blue and green milk. I mean, obviously people talked about it first thing, yeah, but now it's like. First of all, yeah, it's really it's not it's not it's not really. I swear that, good. that those cups are getting smaller every time I go, and they're like eight dollars for a smaller and more expensive full of blue milk. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not worth it. I, I just I can't I can't even see myself buying one anymore. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not getting another milk. I'm not getting another milk there. No, right. not when not when it's not that far of a walk to baseline. Exactly, a baseline is way too close to Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> it's just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> they made a mistake on that one. Don't tell Chapik. Don't tell Chapik. Cut this part out. I was gonna say yeah. you keep you keep. Yeah. We just better hope he doesn't yeah. listen. To well, us. I think that's especially safe whenever on that. in. In COVID times, the uh, return line for Rise of the Resistance goes all the way to back baseline. Just that about one time, remember? It was a, yeah. Okay, part. so we Hollywood Studios. I think that makes yeah. sense. Okay, what's the last park we have? What Animal is it? Kingdom, yeah, that's the last park, Animal Kingdom. Well, the obvious one there, of course, is Flight of Passage. Duh, that's obvious. Going to be lightning triceratops spin. Yeah, I think that makes sense. <laughs> You're right. Do the most popular ride and the least right. popular ride. That will throw everybody off. So the rumor wow. here is that it'll be Kilimanjaro Safari, which I, I guess that makes sense from a standpoint of most people when they go to Animal Kingdom they do Kilimanjaro Safari, and it, it can get a line. It's considered a tier one. It can get a line. This one's probably going to be the toughest one to figure out, really. I mean, I think the others we thought was pretty easy based on what our answers were, but this one I think is tougher to figure out which the other side. Supposedly, the other it's be. Kilimanjaro Safari. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that makes the most sense. It does. I could still, at this point, at least anyway, I could still see it being Navi. 
not going to, I mean, that would be two I mean, in the that same land. That's probably not the old tier I mean, ones, I see it. right? From, right. From yeah. the Fast Pass Plus. But they're not going to do two in the same land, I don't think. Uh, that's why they didn't just smuggle them out. And I think it's going mean, to be Kilimanjaro. It's definitely going to yeah. be that. It's For gonna one, be. it would spread them out across the park a little bit. Well, not really. They're both on the same side. Same side, but they're far apart. I mean, as far as. But Kilimanjaro is the one I'm the least likely out of any of them. No, probably tied with Seven Doors Mine yeah. Train. It's the least likely that I would pay. Agreed, hundred percent. Yeah. Now, Flight of Passage, I would do it for because it's worth it. That's about the only thing I could see doing it for. <laughs> like, in yeah. Kingdom. And they know that, so unless they change Dinosaur, I guess, then of course it'll be popular to whatever it is they change it to. Right. I just hate the fact that they don't give you any other opportunity for it. But here's the thing that I think will help it is if it's Lightning Lane only, the standby line, well... The standby line in Flight of Passage hasn't been as bad um, during COVID times. I mean, yeah, it it has that early morning spike. It gets pretty big. But I think like during a lot of times during COVID, it's only been like 45 to 60 minutes. It's not like the three hours. Right. When Fast Pass Plus was a thing, yeah. I think that's the potential good side of this is paid Fast Pass will, it's not open to literally everybody in the park. So not every single guest is going to be using it. So therefore the the line, the Fast Pass ratio is not going to be, you know, 10 to 1 or whatever it was like it was before so the standbys should benefit from it so would you genie plus at animal kingdom would you do genie plus i don't think i would i would buy a flight of passage by itself well it depends on what the what we're thinking as far as uh everest because part of the reason i'd get genie plus at animal kingdom is if i wanted to marathon everest because i feel like it would be easy to get those drops i I can't marathon (laughs) everest anymore i'm too old for marathoning and I like Kali, and I wouldn't mind skipping the Kali line. Although I love the Kali line, I just gotta say, I mean, I love Everest. Yeah, I mean, the Kali, Kali line. line. I think, I think, I think we decided the Kali line we think is a little bit better than Everest, but they're both fantastic. they're both great. They're the yeah. two best lines. Yeah, I love them. Well, and I was just gonna say the Flight of Passage queue moves pretty quick every time I've been in it, and the regular queue, and it's actually one of the most entertaining queues. As far as, you know, there's a lot of stuff to look at. So you don't, you don't really feel, you know, there's some cues that you feel like you're waiting 60 minutes if you're in a 60 minute line. And there's some that it's like past, seems like it flies by. And Flight of Passage kind of feels like it flies by. The the Little Mermaid line. Oh, that is a brutal line. Because <laughs> you're like, why am I waiting in line for this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's a not so great ride at the end of this. But anyway. When does Little Mermaid have a line again? <laughs> Uh, we've had anyway. to wait in it because sometimes we've been during like I think one of the times we were there in the pandemic and it was like, well, this is the only thing that's got anything reasonable to do, so we'll just go do it because the kids are like, we have to ride something, and we're like, fine, we'll go do this. Right. Last time I was there, I waited twenty five or so minutes for it. Yeah, I have never waited for that ride. Yep. Never. I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, count yourself lucky. On that one. So I, it's it's a toss up. I probably wouldn't do Genie Plus at Animal Kingdom unless it was a. Yeah, I think it depends on the day. Like some days I might, some days I wouldn't. I think the, I think we all agreed Hollywood Studios is the one where you pretty much have to do it every time you go. All right, so let me For ask now. you this: Now that we've gone through the the stuff, let's say they offer a what would be reasonable one hundred. <laughs> 
to $150 per person upcharge. You get Genie Plus for every visit for your annual pass. Yeah, I would totally do that if it was that little. I... Yeah, that, that wouldn't charge it in that range. Uh, yeah, no, $150 <laughs> is essentially 10 days of, of Genie Plus. Right. What you're saying it would be unlimited. Sense. Do it that yeah, way. I mean, they, they basically price an annual pass as 10 days apart tickets, more or less. Right. Yeah, I don't see them doing that. Well, I so, mean, I really don't. I just, yeah. I mean, if it'll be good if they do, but I just don't see it. Yeah. Now, there was a video where they did a roundtable discussion, and one of the questions was about annual pass holders. Will they be able to add on to it? And he said not initially, but they're going to always continue looking at new ways to enhance the annual pass or oh, key, yeah. whatever. So they're hinting at the possibility that they might have something. And my guess would be like the Platinum Pass and then they have the Platinum Plus. They're going to do something like that with instead of just water parks, you you pay for a Genie Plus. And maybe it's a limited thing. Like maybe it's only 10 days of Genie Plus rather than unlimited days of Genie Plus. Maybe it's, you know, for an extra whatever, $150 you maybe get. There's, you know. Maybe there's tiers. Yeah. But I mean, you know, maybe it's not unlimited, but there's you get some days of it or something. I think they'll probably un- make it unlimited. Uh, but hopefully, they it do. might not be one fifty. Right. I mean, Genie Plus isn't that big of the money maker for them. I mean, they're not going to bundle in Lightning Lanes. Those are going to be upcharge every single time uh, you want to use them. Oh yeah. But I mean, so. there's you can still rope drop stuff if that's really what you want to solve. And I kind of like that it's limited to two a day, which leads me to yeah. if we're not if we're done, we're talking about this. I want to talk about the challenge. Yeah, let's think about that. Is is the challenge? How would we go about it with this new system? Like, is it dead? It's not dead because also you know we're still limited to park hopping at two p.m. right now or one forty-seven p.m. All right, so that would probably have to change. Two th- those. Right. Let's assume the two most important things change. The park hopping time goes earlier, yeah. um, and we start having more longer hours. Like, those are the two things that have to change. Assume that goes back to we get a 17, 18-hour day again. Yeah, so maybe noon you can fast, you can park hop or, yeah, whatever, or just whatever, take the restriction what, off. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about if the fast passes breaks it. My first inclination is no. And the reason is, as I understand it, you will be able to get both a Rise and a Ratatouille boarding group in the same day, just like you can get a Rise and a Web Slingers yeah. in the same day. The question will be, can you have both at the same time? I would assume not, but I'm going to assume a Ratatouille fast pass will be, or, or boarding group will be easier to get. I'm assuming they'll still do the two, t- two times a day drops, all that jazz. Yeah. So that, as long as that's still possible, that's that's the possible. A couple of other things. If I'm on a resort and I get my Genie Plus and I book my first ride at 7 a.m. And the rumor is it's going to work like Max Pass. So you can either get your next ride when your return window opens for your first ride or after two hours passes. Okay. Yeah. So there is a possibility... If you're on the rope and all those things, you can actually stack two genie right. passes before you ever start using them. And you can you can start chaining them a lot of the same ways that you do at Disneyland if you know what you're doing. Right. So I think that's going to make that easier. 
And then I think it's going to really open up some strategy. And it's going to be curious to see if the Parkeology or Every Ride Challenge allows for Lightning Lane. Considering they're limited to two, there's an interesting strategy of yeah. if they're allowed, how do you spend your two? Right, right. How do you spend your money? Or how do you get around the fact that you can't use Genie Plus? Because I'm going to assume they're going to allow Genie Plus for the for the challenge. Right. I, I would think they would, yeah. And then we have to factor in whatever it is Toddler of Terror figures out after this is all said and done. Right. Right. <laughs> whatever whatever quirks to the system he finds that would get screwed Well, there's going to be there's going to be drops <laughs> at certain times of the day, I imagine, and yeah, those are the kinds of things you'll I think if Main Street vehicles ever come back, that's going to be a big wrench <laughs> too. Oh yeah, that's going to be a big wrench. But I think if they don't allow Lightning Lane, it definitely throws a wrench in the system, but I still think it can be overcome on the right park hour days. If they do allow you to spend the money and buy the two lightning lane passes as part of your challenge, right. then it's definitely going to be doable. It's going to make it way easier. And it's not completely pay to play because it's limited. There's only two ri- You can only use it on two rides. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Out of the eight, there's eight eligible and you can only use them on two. So let me ask you this. If they decided at some point in revamping this that they were going to offer a unlimited price like say for instance universal does what do you think that would be and would you pay it <laughs> for what for the park limited limited like you can go on any any ride you don't have to book a want. time you don't have to book right. a time right if they were to open oh. a version like that do you think they would would if they were to charge no, for that they're going to charge they're gonna, yeah they have that version it's uh 750 dollars an hour 850 dollars <laughs> right. an hour on on holidays yeah yeah, exactly. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I know we could talk about this forever, but should we? Is there anything else we want to go over before we sprinkle in some other things to talk about? What date do you think it's going to launch? It said fall. What's your guess? Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be October 1 because I think they would have already said that. And it's also Disneyland, so they don't have to stick to October 1, you know, to make it work for both so my guess would be halloween time so because you said that i'm gonna say october (laughs) one just because everything else we said there's no way it's gonna be october one and then it was so i'm gonna go with october (laughs) one okay i'm gonna say like the week of halloween or something so i don't know october 25th or something that's what i'm gonna say what's the last day of fall i'm gonna guess that (laughs) like december the 21st (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it's. I think it'll be there by Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think they uh, want it for the holidays. I think they want the holiday crowds to be able to use this. Well, let me quickly do a construction update on some of the things, just since some of you out there might be planning a fall trip this year because of the 50th or other things. So let's talk about what's currently going on and what we think the time frame will be so one is tron and the the newest construction pictures i've seen are that that mystery building being constructed looks to be part of the railway tunnel for the railroad so that's interesting i don't know what what will come of that or how big it'll get but we're still looking at spring summer 2022 for that do we think spring that's on the early end of it do you think for Tron? I'm going to go 
Memorial Day weekend. Okay. I think that's a safe I'm going to go with Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Labor Day. I think it'll be... I'm going to go real optimistic on that one and say like April, March, April. We've got one early, one in the middle, and then one yeah. late. Just to be different so we can see how who, who wins on this one. Not like we're going to remember... <laughs> <laughs> right. Like we're running a pool, who gets the closest? All right. All right, so here's one that is in the news this week. Uh, Space 220, They uh, Disney Imagineer announced this week saying mid-September 2021 is finally going to open. And, you know, we're waiting by the app to see when reservations are going to drop because mid-September means... Our trip coming up that's booked, we could potentially eat here. So I'm not going to get my hopes up, but. You can't prove that. Yeah. So if that guy's right, mid September, you know, they would probably open up reservations within the next, I don't know, week or two from now, wouldn't you think? So we'll see. Are we. Uh, I'm not even going to try to call anything on this one because <laughs> it's been delayed like a thousand times. Yeah, I mean, the chef could quit tomorrow, for right. all I know. Because so. remember, the original opening date was late 2020, like no, 2019. 2019. <laughs> yeah, it was winter 2019, <laughs> yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, it was like December of 2019. Yeah, it said winter 2019, which meant the last 10 days of the year, <laughs> 9 days of the year, whatever. So anyway, okay, Club Cool. This is a weird one, because they say Club Cool slash the new... Um, creations shop or whatever it's supposed to be late summer 2021 if i'm not mistaken we're pretty much in late summer so well it yeah, depends who's gonna open at epcot for the, the 50th what's even gonna open? ratatouille other <laughs> what it. what in the middle part of the construction zone any porta potty yeah club cool is supposed to be open but it does not look like it will be so they have not released anything new on that as far as dates, so what a disaster! Yeah, play pavilion. Oh, that's a whole lot Yeah, journey of water. Yeah, I'm not even Is guessing. The play on pavilion those. even still on tack? I thought they scrapped that one. I don't think it's scrapped, but I don't think it's. I don't. They're not really talking about it, so they put it on the. Right, back, I mean, it's like burner. it's on the back burner. Yeah, definitely. It, it's actually. I think it's in possibility of not happening, yeah. but. Well, speaking of that area, Guardians, uh, do we think it'll be... I think the goal is 2022. Do we think it'll happen? Nope. You think it'll be 2023? They haven't even shot the movie yet. Right. That's the big thing that most people aren't thinking of is, yeah, the movie hasn't even started production yet, so they have to have that well, to do the pre-show or is whatever. The, oh, you're talking about the movie for the attraction. I started to say, I was like, they're what does it have to do, do with another Guardian shoot, movie? Well, they're going to do it simultaneously. All throughout, the, all throughout the ride, too. It's not just a pre-show. They've got to do... Because there's screens all throughout the coaster, as I understand it. Right. So I, I still think it could be late 2022. I'm going to go with fall 2022. That's my guess. That's what they would like to do, I think. But. I'm going to say 2025. <laughs> okay. Right on. Next week. It's going to open next week. Yeah, sure. Okay, Ratatouille, we know, is October 1st, but it's been ready forever. And two weeks from now, the previews start. So 
It will be. Well, I know that I saw that Bored Caitlin, who we follow on Twitter and is uh, works the Living with the Land ride. We've said hi to before. Yeah. I don't know if she listens. Hi. She I know she it. got to ride it. Yeah. She got to ride it. So some cast members already riding it, which is good. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Here's one that most people aren't talking about. Woody's Roundup Barbecue. <laughs> the latest picture I saw was from BioReconstruct, and the building's done. As far as the, you know, it's a, it has, it has four walls and a roof. So we don't know. That may be all it has. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But uh, I think, I forgot when it was. Sometime last year, uh, there was not even a building there. So they have done something with it. Um, Do we think, I'm guessing next year sometime. I don't know when. Spring, fall, summer. That's my guess on that one. Uh, I don't know. No one really summer, knows. I'll say, just because what what but what better goes with summer than a barbecue? I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, and they'll need a place for people to retreat to in Toy Story Land. Yeah. They'll need an indoor building. Okay, well, we'll see. Hopefully, it'll be good, and it'll be some place to get indoors outside of the rain. But I imagine you'll have to use your genie to get a reservation there. And then there'll be so many barbecue places on property that we'll have to start saying which is the best barbecue. Yeah, we'll have to go. Oh, that'll be a good. That'll be a fun time to go sampling. How many? How many options are there now? Well, there's Flame Tree, you know, Plight Pig, if we're counting Springs, Regal Eagle. Oh yeah, Regal Eagle. Of course. Gosh, why didn't I think of that one? Yeah, good. That's a good yeah. one. And do you count things like hoop? Well, not hoop doo but um, Mickey's Backyard. Do you count something like that? Anyway, so another one that's in the news recently was the Swan Reserve got delayed. It was supposed to open oh, September Lord. 1st and is now delayed to September 30th. So guests who had already booked have been rerouted to others or have been refunded. So to other, I assume the Swan or Dolphin. Yeah, Swan Reserve, now September 30th is the opening date. And yeah, it's just another eyesore on top of the other two eyesores. <laughs> that is. I was showing somebody recently the beautiful picture I took of Grand Destino and like, yeah, this is the place you should stay. This is a fantastic place. And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, that's the dolphin. <laughs> that's the dolphin. You can always see the dolphin. Oh, man. It's always it's like that, there. Uh, that, that. It's like. Never mind what that is. Boy, whoever designed that really hated Michael Eisner. <laughs> they just were sticking it to him big time on that one. All right. So, yeah, Swan Reserve. Anybody want to stay there? <laughs> Not really. Doesn't look that great to me. I I don't even have a grand desire to stay at Swan or Dolphin. <laughs> yeah. They're okay. Reserve. I mean, I, I stayed at them before when they seemed more affordable, but, like, I've checked recently. They're not, yeah. They're, they're not... For double bed rooms too. Yeah, tell me about charging. it. Charging. Yeah, like the cheap room you can get literally says double beds, no view. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> there's no view. That's <laughs> the cheap room. What, what does that mean? Like you have a brick wall outside your window? Exactly. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> it literally says no view. Uh, anyway. Okay, so the last one I wanted to mention was Cirque du Soleil Drawn to Life has an opening date of November 18th. So happy belated birthday to you, John. Uh, yes, it is. Um, I think I, 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 I would take that if you want to give it to me as a birthday present. You know, I would take it. I actually really want to see this show, but I don't know if I want to see it until things are a little bit safer. But tickets go on sale, I think, next week or so, sometime 
I wonder how they're going to do like capacity with that since it is indoors. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm going to a uh, a show in the next couple of weeks here in Atlanta. Oh, Hamilton! It's a show that I, I yeah booked before pandemic. It's been rescheduled. We actually went and because my son loves Hamilton so much, I don't know if this was a good idea. Ooh. But my wife went and called in and added on another ticket, so he is going with us. Oh wow. That'd be fun. I'm taking a six-year-old to yeah. live theater. Won't be too bad. Aside He's from just got to sit through it. Yeah, he'll probably like. Yeah, it. I mean the the COVID's, but yeah, yeah, the COVID. Yeah. All right. So the, those are the construction projects currently. Uh, let's touch on some other news really quick. One that I was going to call out. A couple real quick. The NBA experience is no longer. This was one of Bob Iger's decisions in which his enthusiasm for a sport right. overtook his good judgment. Right, exactly. <laughs> Here you go. Well said. Iger, big fan of the NBA, so he just did this because he liked it. Now that Chapik's in charge, it's like, it's not making money, so I don't care. We know that that's a big building, and if you clear out all the space, he has enough money to, you know, he has enough space to put his vault, you yeah. know, like Uncle Scrooge. Yeah. 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 He can go diving in it and everything. Ah. Well, do you think he would charge people to let them dive in his money pit? Probably not. Only if it was not real money. <laughs> right. What would you do if you saw Bob Chapek at the park? Whatever I had in my hand, I would shine it up real nice. Ugh, turn I say it you would get banned for life <laughs> over Bob Chapek, <laughs> <Maybe>. basically. <laughs> I don't know if he he's probably not going <laughs> to leave me like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Or what he would be like. Actually, he'd be like, why am I here? Because I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't know. If he were willing to listen to me, I would actually just tell him what I thought. You know, if that were, that's never going to happen. But Yeah, I think most likely tomorrow would be the only one we'd ever have a chance to talk to. And he'd just be like, yeah, I can't do anything about it. I'm not sure I really want to talk to any of this. Any of, you know, yeah. I, what good's going to I just be? feel like it would be, I would just feel like it would be totally unproductive. I mean, what, for what, what point and purpose? So what would you say, Jason, to him? I need to think about it a little bit more, but it would be not directly angry or unkind. I would try to make some sort of like deep cut. I was, I was thinking Jason's like, it depends on where I run into him. If I run into him at Epcot, then I'm probably going to be a little ready to talk. <laughs> mm, right. You get in a Skyliner and they like, we're going to add another party and it's Bob Chapik and you got him on the Epcot line. What do you say? Ooh. Huh. What is it like scenes from a movie where they like cut the power to the elevator just so they can have them all to themselves long enough and like you're gonna listen to me type deal? Yeah. Actually, I would probably make do. some snide comment if I was riding the Skyliner with him. I was like, does this bother you that we're not increasing my per guest spending while I'm riding this? <laughs> right. What I would do is take him over to Bar Riva and have Chris make him one of those drinks and then get him nice and tipsy and then <laughs> then I would be like yeah. Uh, Which you didn't mention. You recreated the drink at home. I did. That's right. And successfully. Successfully? Yeah. It's very good. The Pavan is really what makes the difference. Yeah. So, speaking of Epcot, Spaceship Earth got the lights tested. Did you guys see the pictures? I did. Interested in the, that? The lights tested. The new Spaceship Earth lights, whatever. Oh, what are oh they call okay. Them? Did you see that there's a pole on the top of the GNSA Dome now with a little camera, like a security camera? Like a ring doorbell camera up there. It's like they put a pole with one of those, you know, cameras that you have on like a casino, the dome cameras. I don't know why they put a security camera up there. Huh. Uh, good question. 
Hmm. So monorail orange lost power and had to be towed away and the guests had to pop the windows out. So the monorail's back on top as far as in breaking and malfunctions. Or, yeah, there you go. So the monorails had problems. The Skyliner had a little mishap. The ferry, I remember a few weeks ago, yeah, had some crash problems. Crash in the or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess the buses are the safest transportation. Oh, mm. man. <laughs> Yikes. Splash Mountain has scaffolding up on it. I assume these are just some touch-ups for the 50th, maybe? Yeah, they, they're uh, nowhere, they're nowhere near starting the re-theme. Because they're... I right, saw something you. where they're hiring a like a a person to do some inspiration art to help the Imagineers with their design. Right. Yeah. Like they're not even they're in early stages. Yeah. yeah. Any any chance this had of being done anytime soon pretty much went out the window with COVID. <laughs> that's yeah. that's pretty much what, what did that. So it's not I do we want to put a guess on how long how many years we'll say that we think? He's that far away. It could be. 20, no, 2024. That, that's not out of the realm of reasonability. Yeah, yeah I think that uh, sounds, sounds doable. I actually think it could be 2023. I mean, that's what I was really thinking. But I, that, I would, would not be surprised if it was yeah. 2024. Yeah, I think they'll definitely wait till after all the 50th stuff's over and then do it after that. But. Man, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling pretty old right now. We're in the 2020s, folks. Uh, I always <laughs> thought when I was a kid, like, I'm going to be old then. Yeah. yeah, how old will you be then? Twenty-five. I'll just be forty. Okay, that means I'll be thirty-nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any other news you guys want to sprinkle in before we wrap up? Ohana brought back the old favorites. Yes, the old menu. Mm-hmm. So the shrimp casserole's already gone. Yes, because it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Boma is reopening. And and Boma reopening as a buffet. It is the first buffet back. Yeah, not not a family meal or whatever. Not a family style. Family style, yeah. So that's very interesting. That now is the time they choose to do it, <laughs> right? Like, and, oh yeah, they also took of, away masks in the outdoor queues and outdoor right rides. outdoor. Yeah, they relaxed that policy, which is like okay, why? Right now, of I, all times, are we doing that? I mean, because I've actually just given what we've heard. I've had more concerns about the Delta variant than I have the original right. <laughs> virus. <laughs> It it but doesn't anyway. make sense. Yeah. Prince's Tiana theme playground is gonna open at Epcot, right? They're gonna retheme that one out by the old uh, uh mouse gear loca- uh, area, right? To a Tiana. I'm pretty sure there's a porta potty there right now, so I don't know. <laughs> Did you guys look at the Fab fifty sculptures? Yeah, uh, they're looking pretty nice. Kinda cool. What do you think they'll do with them after the fifties? <laughs> Melt them down. Melt them down for Chapix right. Vault. Right. Yeah, this he's he's allowing them to use his gold for, for this. <laughs> oh, I, I, I do have one thing I should report about a, a friend of mine whose mm-hmm. father is a Club 33 member. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was able to go uh, to Harambe House yeah. uh, and, and send a picture. It looked beautiful. And she also mentioned that the way it worked for her is after securing her Rise of the Resistance boarding group, which I guess she started to do, but she went up the fast pass line. Oh, the, the what line? Club thirty three. The, 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 the lightning the, lane. The lightning lane. She went up the lightning lane. <laughs> the lightning McQueen lane. Yeah, we don't even have to call it a lot. We don't have to add anything to it anymore. You can just call it the lightning oh, lane. We, we forgot to mention that also the DAS 
service is going to be in Genie as well. The what? Did you guys see? The D- Disability Access Service. Right. Oh, and, oh, 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 yes, gotcha. they are. Yeah, I was yeah. about to mention that they were making some changes to that too. So, yeah. You're going to like get on 30 days before your trip with like a video chat with a cast member and they'll make two selections. You can get two selections that's like confirm your you qualify and then you get two selections and you can do the rest of your selections day of. That makes sense. So, do we? how do we feel like there's going to be anyone who could say, oh, I don't know, try to take advantage of this? I'm sure someone will. But So, the fine print on the website says, if you are discovered using the DAS pass and you were not eligible, you will be banned for life from Disney World. Does it really say that? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad that they're cracking down on that, but yet still trying to make it as accommodating as possible for guests who really need it. So that's great. The Main Street train station scrim is finally coming down. That's one good thing. Where are they going to put the scrim next? Where Where are they going to take <laughs> yeah. those planters? Where Where are they Dear headed next? Lord, yes. There will be somewhere. They're, they're the Tron. most used items. Maybe, yeah. Have you guys listened to that little preview they gave of the 50th anniversary anthem song? The Magic is Calling. I did not. I heard some of it. The Magic is Calling. <laughs> oh, kind of, yeah. Yeah, and Epcot. After. Harmonious has a similar song, which reminded me of that song. What was that thing in the early 90s where everybody got together and, like, all the. Early 90s? In the 80s when it was We Are the World, Michael Yeah, Jackson? that's that's what? the one. Yeah, 80s. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't there. in the 90s. Yeah. In the 80s. Yeah, that one. Where everybody, that's what it reminded me of. Harmonious. So the song, they, they released a little teaser of what it might be like. So anything else? I think we're good for this week. Oh, I mean, unless you want to be like the Lincoln animatronic and just, you know. <laughs> well, collapse. that's what we're going to do because the show's over. Show's so over. going to fall over. <laughs> that's never happened before to any animatronic in Walt Disney World history ever yeah that's a lie so I will say you can visit our website which is travelingwiththemouse.com to find everything else there and more you can email us podcast at travelingwiththemouse and where else can we be found on the world wide web well we are on social media and that is all at uh, TWTM podcast that is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We have a spreadsheet store in which you can buy your exclusive TWTM merchandise, including the Rafts are a ride shirt. At least we think it still is. Um, you can get that. You can buy that stuff at the Spreadshirt store. So, for John and Jason, my name is Adam, and we hope we granted your three wishes: no freebies, no wishing for more wishes for this episode. And we hope you will join us on our next trip. It was Cheebeck all along. It was Cheebeck all along. (laughs)